It gives me great honor to introduce to you Rabbi Krasniansky of the east side of Manhattan. Thank you. Thank you so much. Special greeting to my dear mother. <laughs> my shviger, I think is here somewhere. His mother's sitting right in the front. Remember to tell her how great he was. <laughs> and uh, my, my dear aunt, I see as well. Leah Dabrowski, I don't know if Bella Rubashkin is here. Um, I think it was uh, President Johnson once spoke. And he was uh, introduced, and he was greatly complimented. So he says, you know, I wish my parents were able to hear it. My mother would believe it, and my father would enjoy it. Well, the theme of tonight, Kolashvin, Chavivin, and what comes to mind, of course, is the Shabbos. It reminds me of the story. In an effort to better understand his Jewish constituents, this uh, Gentile mayor reached out to the local popular rabbi. And the rabbi invited him, come spend the Shabbos with me. So after shul, they come home. The rabbi makes kiddush and a full cup of wine. After the fish, he says a lechayim and a nice scotch. The main meal, says a lechayim on a nice uh, cup of Israeli wine. Comes time to bench. He benches on a full cup. The next morning, after davening, the rabbi makes kiddush and shul. After kiddush and a full cup of wine, some herring, a few lechayims and schnapps. The rabbi comes home, makes kiddush again for his family. After the fish, a lechayim, a nice single maltz with a cholent. Benching again in a full cup of wine. And in the evening, at the end of Shabbos, he makes Avdol in a full cup of wine. It's time for the mayor to leave. He thanks the rabbi profusely. Thank you for this wonderful experience. He says, to tell you the truth, I still don't understand why you're not allowed to turn on a light on Shabbos. But I do understand why you don't drive. The first time that ever mentioned Kolashvi and Chavivin, we are the Deira Shvi, the first Fabrengen, Yudshva, Tavshin, Yudalif. I just heard today from my colleague, Rav Shmuel Metzger, from Beekman Sutton Place. He was telling me how his father, Rav Alter Ben Zion, how he came to Chabad. He says his first contact to Chabad was that Fabrengen, Yudshva, Tavshin, Yudalif. Him and a few chaveirim of Yeshiva University, they were very excited. You know, there was talk in town, the first fabrengen, the Rebbe is going to be crowned as a Rebbe. And uh, they were very inspired, and from, and from that time on, they started a sheer tanya in Yeshiva University given by Beryl Yunik. To give a sheer tanya. The hanhala of Yeshiva University was in an uproar. Vudas Gehergivar and tanya in Yeshiva University. Unheard of. So they went to the Rav, they went to Rabbi Salavechik. 
So Rabbi Zhalevechik responded, he says, let me, let me understand this. He says, our philosophy is Torah Mada. What does Torah Mada mean? It can mean one of two things. It can mean that a person should learn a trade. In addition to Torah, you have to, you have to be mefarnas your house. But we understand it to mean that you should also teach, Mada means philosophy. So we teach our Bacharim philosophy. Kant, Schopenhauer. Now, you can argue that maybe this was only good in Germany, it was necessary. It was an emergency situation. But here in America, why should we teach the Bacharim? Why fill their heads with all these non-Jewish philosophers. And you, the Menalim Ruchnim, you have no problem with the Bachrim studying Kant and Schopenhauer and all these philosophers. You have a problem with the learning Tanya. And that was the end of that. But the Rebbe says, open your eyes, we're living in Yemesa Mashiach. You know, we have to pinch ourselves sometimes. This Monday we had we had a, an event, an official launching of the book, The Early Years of the Rebbe. It was a panel discussion, Rabbi Schachter, together with the authors, Rabbi Lakana Shmatkin. And um, Rabbi Oberlander and the rabbi of KJ introduces the evening. And he gets up and he says, this is probably the most prestigious modern Orthodox congregation in the country. And he gets up, Rabbi Chaim Steinmetz, and he starts out, it's on record, it was recorded live in Chabad.org, you can see it, and he says, C-O-L. he says, I've never met the Rebbe. I'm out of Chassid. But the Rebbe is my Rebbe. And he goes on for five minutes explaining to everyone why the Rebbe is his Rebbe. And it was the most successful event KJ had never had during the week. They never had such an audience. We had hundreds of people, standing room only. I mean, the whole thing was just incredible. And he was so inspired after the event. He says, so what else are we doing together? I mean, just this week, we had on the Upper East Side, we had like four major events that really reached the community. Our Chabad Young Professionals run by uh, my daughter and son-in-law, Devorah and Yeye, Wilhelm. Yosef Yitzhak Wilhelm, they have, once a year, they have uh, Shabbat 18,000. Hundreds of young professionals. I mean, it really made a, a big shturim in the whole community. And Rabbi Uriel and Sheva Vigler run our Chabad Israel Center. They bring out these wounded Israeli soldiers. And especially now, right before the 50th year, Yom Yerushalayim, it made a whole tumult in the community. Today we had our fifth annual friendship circle walk. Thousands of people from the morning till, till late in the afternoon, the carnival, the walk. I mean, the Rebbe says you have to, we're living in such special times. But we're ten days before Matan Torah, and Shavuos is associated with Moshe Rabbeinu. David HaMelech passed away on Shavuos, and also was born on Shavuos. He passed away on his birthday just like Moshe Rabbeinu, and the Baal Shem passed away. All these three are connected with the theme of Shvi, called Shvi and Chavivi. Moshe Rabbeinu was the Shvi, Shvi Lirishin, David HaMelech, 
the seventh Shpiz, the Baal Shem Tev. Who was the Baal Shem Tev's Rebbe? Who was the Baal Shem Tev's teacher? Achi Ashiloini. Achi Hanavi Ashiloini. Who was Achi Ashiloini? He was the one who anointed Elio Hanavi. Rashbi said, the Gemara says, Rashbi says, if I am a Tzarev Achi Ashiloini together with me, we can exempt the whole world of Midas Hadin. The whole Hasidus is based on Achi Ashiloini, Hanavi. And who is Achi Ashiloini? The Rambam lists, in the introduction to the Rambam, the Rambam lists that the whole transmission of Teder Shabbat Peh, there are 40 generations, from Moshe Rabbeinu till the closing of the Gemara, Mar Baravashi. The first one is Moshe, then comes Yeshua, Pinchas, Eli, Shmuel, these were all the heads of the Sanhedrin. David, not only was he king, he was the head of the Sanhedrin, of the Jewish Supreme Court. And Achi Ashiloin was the seventh, Kalashvi in Chavivin. And Achi Ashiloini, the Rambam says, lived over 500 years. He was a teenager, he was from the Shevet Levi. Your mother says he was a teenager at Matan Teireh. He stood at Matan Teireh and he outlived Shleiman Melech. Kol Ashvi in Chavivit. But the question is, yes, it doesn't say Kol Ashvi'in Shvi'in, Kol Ashvi'in Chavivin. But our generation, we are going to be the ones that the Rebbe would always tell us consistently. That we are a unique generation. There's never been a generation like ours. We are the transitional generation. We are the last generation of the old order of Golos, and we will be the first generation of the first order, the new order of Mashiach. But it sounds like a cosmic joke. We? The spiritual midgets of all times? Rabbi Kiva was not Zeich. The Baal Shem was not Zeich. Al-Tarebbe was not Zeichem. We, we are going to see the rebuilding of the Beis Hamikdash, Kibbutz Goliath. Where do you see this Chavivus? Where do you see the Chavivus of our generation? So very briefly, seven quick points. <laughs> Chassidus brings that Moshe Anav Mikola Adam Asher why was Moshe so humble? Because the Abishta showed him all future generations. When he saw our generation, he was completely humble. Because this is the first generation of Jews who have no ulterior motive to be a Yid. Up until 100, 200 years ago, you really had no choice. What was your option? You were a Yid? A Christian? A Muslim? I mean, for a Yid, it wasn't an option. A Yid would rather be burnt alive. For the first time in Jewish history, a Yid has no ulterior motive today to be a Yid. You have every ulterior motive to assimilate, to disappear. And yet, hundreds of thousands of Yid who, did not, who grew up without the benefit of a Jewish education have chosen their Yiddishkeit with a vengeance. This is so pure. This vindicates the entire Jewish experience. This proves that what began in Mesopotamia with Avram Avinu wasn't just something that's restricted to a certain milieu. It was nice in a shtetl, in a nice city like Lubavitch. 
But this is something that's eternal to every year, all times, all places. And that's why we are the feet that's, that the entire Jewish people rest on our generation. And Hasidus points out, very interesting, we are called Ikvisa de Meshicha, the legs that carry the whole body, that will carry Moshe Rabbeinu, who's stuck in the Midbar. We're going to carry Moshe Rabbeinu and the entire Klal Yisrael into Mashiach, into Eretz Yisrael. Well, there's something very interesting about the leg. The leg is the lowest part of the body. It, it, it's, an, its ability is to walk. That's about it. And yet, we find something in the legs that we don't find in any other part of the body. The leg is a soldier. When the, you want to put your leg in hot water, you want to put your head in hot water, you resist. You want to put your feet in hot water, the, f- the foot is a soldier. You want to go in hot water, you go in hot water. Why is that? So Hasidus explains, it's not only because the leg fashtet nisht. So you want to go in hot water, he doesn't understand the problem, no. The leg is so dedicated, is so devoted to the neshama, that when the neshama wants to go, you want to go into hot water, the leg is a soldier and goes. So yes, our generation in comparison to previous generation is so unimpressive. They were the brains of the Jewish people, the eyes of the Jewish people, the hearts of the Jewish people. But the dedication and the devotion that you have today, the total dedication, this is something that we never saw, we never found before. That's the chavivus of our generation. And it works both ways. This dedication and devotion of a yid to Hashem, you also see the dedication and the devotion of Hashem to the Yidin today more than ever. You see, it's a avar It's one thing the Abish to fell in love with the Jewish people, the Sadikim, Nevi'im, Chachomim, Rishonim, Kemalachim. Of course, the Abish to loves the Yidin. They're so edel, they're so special, they're so deep, they're so profound. Today. <laughs> And yet you see the unconditional love of the Eberster to Yidin, to every year, to Klal Yisrael, only because we're Yidin. It's an Atmiz love. Even though you don't see anything visible, you don't see any visible, any connection. And we saw the tremendous Nisim that the Eberster made 50 years from the Nisim of the Six-Day War. When the Eberster shook us and you saw the tremendous Nisim, Leine Kol Yisrael, Leine Kol Ha'elam. Like never before. In Golas, the Ebershter showed us such incredible nisim, such love. This you see today more and better than any other time in history. This is the special chavivus. Also, it's only today that we get to make the didalei yisbada v'tachtenu. What's a didalei yisbada v'tachtenu? Tachten shein tachten lamata imenu. We live in an open society. It's a free marketplace. It wasn't always like this. In the shtetl, if you didn't do the right thing, they put you in the, uh, what, what do you call it? The, the style, they, right, what, what, what do you call that? The, uh, the stocks. You had no bread, you had no choice. They would beat you into submission if you didn't do a mitzvah. Today it's an open marketplace. It's a free world. 
The Ebrister has to compete with every ism that's out there, with every Meshugas that's out there. And you know what? It's such a vote of confidence. The Ebrister has so much trust in us. He has trust in his customers. And he trusts his material. He says, I- I'm okay. I can compete with everything that's out there. You don't have to impose Yiddishkeit on anyone. You don't have to shove it down anyone's throat. You don't have to force it down anyone. You can convince them. The Ebershtet is a melech. He's not a dictator. Malchusei beratzen kibaleim. Didalei is bada betachtainim is when Malchusei beratzen when we we have a choice and we have options and we can choose everything that's out there and we will choose and seven billion people will have the wisdom to choose a Malchusei beratzen kiblo aleim. This is the milieu, this is the world that we live in today. This is the dira b'tachtenim, and this is where we are going to make a dira le'izbarech. This is the chavivas that we have today we never had ever before in Jewish history. And how ironic, in a world which is so egotistical, so arrogant, ego, run amok, out of control ego, today we see the greatest bit. The Rebbe showed us and shared with us the greatest gift, his secret, the greatest bit. The fact that it took 15 years to write this book and after 15 years of painstaking work, all we get is a little tiny glimpse, a little window into the Rebbe's early life. The Rebbe never spoke about himself. The Rebbe was Moshe Onov Mikol Adam Asher Pnei Adam. And this secret the Rebbe shared with every one of us and with our entire generation. What's the innovation of the Rebbe, the Chiddush of the Rebbe? Shlichus. What is the idea of Shlichus? If you think about it, it's mind-boggling. Even the Alter Rebbe's Chassid, the biggest Chassid, the Oivid, your life was compartmentalized. You had your Avedas Hashem, you served the Ebeshtet. And then you had your private life. What is the idea of shlichus? You don't have a private life. Your whole life is 24-7. Your whole life is to do what the Eberster wants me to do. What's my mission? What does the Eberster need me for? When you're in shlichus, when you're shopping, it's a shlichus. When you're paying your electrical bill, it's a shlichus. You're paying your rent and your mortgage. It's a shlichus, your home muhus, your home mitzias, everything that you do 24-7 is a lakus, is the eibishter, nothing else. How ironic and paradoxical, dafka in this world, which is the antithesis of getlakite, you see the greatest expression of total bittel. Shlichus, every year, is to ask himself, what does the eibishter need me for? What am I needed? What, is, what do I need? And your focus is not just on yourself. When your ego is, your focus is on another yid. You live for another yid. Because when you serve the Ebershter, as the Rambam says, you could be delusional. Spirituality could be the ultimate ego trip. The Rambam says, I don't know if you're serving the Ebershter, or you're over this atma, you're serving yourself. Self-serving. But when you help another yid, it's emes lamita, it's a thousand percent genuine and authentic. Your ego doesn't dictate you should help another yid. So the focus that Rebbe made, the focus of each and every year that's alive today, and that's our message to every year living in our community. 
that you can't just live for yourself to be a year today you have to take responsibility for your neighbor, for your friend. You have to reach another yid, touch another yid, inspire another yid. And inspire the other yid to the extent that that yid is inspiring his friend. And that's how you reach one yid, will reach another yid, will reach another yid, until no yid will be left behind. This is an incredible phenomenon that we never found and never saw previously in any generation. The Rebbe, the seventh, the Shabbos of all the Rabbeim. Shabbos is very, very special. I mean, all week we serve the Ebershter. You daven, you learn. But what's special about Shabbos is, whatever you do on Shabbos is a mitzvah. You eat on Shabbos, it's a mitzvah. You take a walk on Shabbos, it's a mitzvah. You sleep on Shabbos, it's a mitzvah. Shabbos is a Rosh is an acronym. Shina. Shabbos, sleeping on Shabbos is a pleasure. Some say it means Shena B'Shabbos Tainuk. Studying on Shabbos is a pleasure. And some people hit, hit both bird, two birds with one, one stone. When the rabbi speaks, they sleep. Everything you do on Shabbos is a mitzvah. Because Shabbos, Shabbos Kodesh, Shabbos is a day when Yiddishkeit becomes so natural to you, it's like the air that you breathe. It's not something that's compartmentalized. It's everything that you do, and that's why the mitzvah and Shabbos is, you have to eat the food. You have to physically enjoy the food. If we ate during the week like we ate on Shabbos, that's, you'll be a glutton. Shabbos, it's a mitzvah. You have to be misanic. You have to taste the food, enjoy the food. That means Yiddishkeit is so natural. Yiddishkeit is so real. And that's what we saw by the Rebbe. It wasn't anything artificial by the Rebbe. It was 100% simple, passion, real. It was nothing ungestrengt, nothing otherworldly, nothing episode. It was, it was real, 24-7. The Rebbe never took a minute vacation, a day's vacation. If you're living life, every minute and every minute is, is, is connected. You don't need distractions, vacations. This is the chavivus of our generation, where the Rebbe made and instilled in each and every one of us that Yiddishkeit is the ear that you breathe. Yiddishkeit is the most natural thing in the world. And, kolashvi and chavivim. How do we introduce Shabbos? Lechadoidi, likraskalop, ne Shabbos nekavu. Shabbos, we celebrate the marriage and the relationship of the Eberster and Yidin which is really the essence of Hasidus and the essence of the Rebbe. The Rebbe's theme song is Ata Bechartonu Mikol the marriage of the Eberstein and Yidin. We know you had the seven of Shpizen, the Fidike Rebbe Shmini Atzeres, the Rebbe Simchas Torah, and the Rebbe explained what's special about Simchas Torah. You ask any Jewish child, the most special yomtif in the whole year, Simchas Torah. Simchas Torah is a minig. It's not even mentioned, thank you. It's not mentioned anywhere. It's not in, not in Teirush Shabbat It's not in Teirush Shabbat It's not even hinted at anywhere. It's a minig Yisrael. And this becomes, this is the day of the Rebbe. So the Rebbe explained the difference between a mitzvah zaseim in a Teirush, a mitzvah zaseim in the Rabbanon, and a minig Yisrael. He said it's like a different relationship we have with Hashem. You can have a relationship with Hashem like an employer-employee relationship. Hashem is our employer, we have responsibilities, and 
we do the mitzvahs. That's Torah Shabbat Then you have like a parent-child relationship. It's a much closer relationship. The parent doesn't have to spell everything out. The parent says one word, and the child already gets the hint. He understands everything. The Torah, it says one verse in the Torah, and the Chazal make a whole Masechta out of this, out of this one verse. Because they understand what Ebershter means. It doesn't have to spell everything out. A hint. Because a child is a parent. But then there's the ultimate relationship. What's the ultimate relationship? Marriage. Your spouse doesn't have to say anything. Your spouse doesn't even have to hint. You anticipate the needs and the wants of your spouse. Mini Yisrael. The Ebershter has to tell us and when you finish the Torah you're going to dance. Does he even have to hint? We understand. It's self-understood. We understand it on our own. This is the whole essence. This is the Yiddishkeit. It's a marriage of the Eberstein and Yidin. And this comes to the last point. Why our generation, and we conclude with this, why our generation is so special. The last Maimah that Rebbe gave out. He says, when a Yid asks for Mashiach today, this is the most powerful, powerful tefillah for Mashiach. It's one thing if a Yid asked for Mashiach in the past, you were running away from a Hitler, you were running away from a Stalin, you were running away from a pogrom, or a Defei. Of course you were davening for Mashiach. Today, what are we missing? We're the wealthiest generations of Jews that ever lived. Shloima Mela could only dream of the luxuries that's available at our fingertips. So, what's Felton's exactly? What exactly are we clamoring or sturming? We want Mashiach. A chash of a rabbi in the Upper East Side, I'm not going to mention a former rabbi, he retired, I'm not going to mention his name out of respect. You know, when we first moved out to the Upper East Side, our problem wasn't telling Yidin about Mashiach, the problem was telling Yidin about Gullus. You know, telling Yidin Park Avenue is in Gullus. <laughs> He's a rabbi, if I live in the Crown Heights, maybe, but I'm in Park Avenue, I'm on top of the world. So this rabbi, very honestly, he tells me, listen, I can't relate to the whole Mashiach business. He says, he says, what's felt Meruiz? Koinim's own, Arum Leifim Barvis and Beisam Migdash, Karbonus. What am I missing? Karbonus, sacrifices, Koinim are running around barefoot in the Beisam Migdash. Yiddish guy is flourishing. You have kosher restaurants, you have yeshivas. I mean, what, what? So what are we crying for? What's bothering us? What doesn't let us sleep at night? And this gets to the essence of what a Yid is. This gets to the preciousness of our generation. And that's why our generation and our tefillah is going to be the one that's going to trigger the Abraham's response when he will finally, finally, finally listen to our tefillah and finally answer us in the positive, which until this moment he did not as of yet. As the Rebbe says, wie is das Recht, a Mashiach soll nicht kommen bis morgen in der Free? Because if Yiddishkeit is all about a marriage and a relationship with the Eberster, Matan Torah, 3,329 years ago, was the Edison, the first part of the marriage. Till today, 3,329 years later, the Eberster did not go to the Chuppah, he did not consummate that marriage. That's Mashiach. So could you live with this? 
If every day, all day, every day, every time you do a mitzvah, Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, mitzvah, it's a marriage of you and Eberstedt. Every time you study Torah, Alter Rebbe says in Pedike and Tanya, you're being intimate with Eberstedt. Every time you do an act of, of kindness, of tzedakah, you're, you're actually expressing the Eberstedt, you are the Eberstedt doing that tzedakah. Of Masha'oyev of. As the Alter Rebbe says, Avis Yisrael is even greater than Avis Hashem because when you're doing Avis Yisrael, it's the Abish they're doing. So all day and every day, you're constantly and continuously and consistently thinking about the Abish that expressing your love for the Abish that expressing your relationship. And the Abish there is not consummating his marriage. You don't get supplanted. You can live with that. That's why a Yid is clamor. This is the truest bakasha for Mashiach, not because we have tzadahs, baruch Hashem, but for the right reason. Because we say, no, leaders is malkeinu, we want the Eberster, we want her ready to see the chuppah, the nesuyin, and the Eberster. And this pure bakasha, kalashvi and chavivin, will surely bring out the chavivus, the Eberster will show his chavivus. When he'll bring us Mashiach, sitkeinu, the Rebbe will lead us. To the Gula, Amitis Vashleima, and we'll probably Yamtiv Shvuas, the Mirza Hashem, Yerushlaim, and Akoidesh, and the base Hamigdash Hashlishi, and the Rebbe will address us. Thank you.